On this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus, I am back from my cruise. And we find out the three new gold medal winning breweries in town. Also, the city of Orlando is making us recycle. Kind of. Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustek. And I'm the dog barking all day next door, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. Hey, Brendan. How are you doing? I'm great. I missed you, John. I know you did. You called me. You called your boyfriend. I did. John on the radio. That was just the one time you heard. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I was away last week. I'd like to thank Scotty Campbell for... Uh, hosting in my place. He I didn't mess up it. too bad. No, he did a fantastic job. He was all right. He was I all right. I actually listened to the episode, which is a rarity. Because you just get embarrassed listening to how awesome we are. I wanted to hear if you said anything bad about me. Okay. And you didn't. No, never. Never. Oh, you're no. great. You are Thank a fantastic you. person. Thank you. But yes, I was on a cruise. I was on the Tom and Dan cruise. So I cool. I survived the Tom and Dan cruise. John, I, I already told you off air, I, when you were gone... This guy came back, and he had clearly been on the cruise. He was wearing the Tom and Dan Cruise shirt. Which I am wearing right now as well. Right? Because when you get a good shirt, you wear it to death. Got to wear it. (laughs) And I asked him, I said, hey, were you on the cruise? He said, yes. And when I told him I knew you, he said, oh, <laughs> oh, he had a good time. Oh, yeah. And then he, like, turned and ran away. Uh, I think I, I think I have a reputation of kind of a nerd. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but then when I have a few drinks in me, not so much a nerd. That's uh, when the punk punk drummer well, comes out. Well, part of it is, like, you know, I have responsibilities when I'm on land. Like what? As, well, doing this show, shooting videos, selling books. But on sea, at sea, there's no responsibilities. No rules. <laughs> there are literally no rules on the I ocean, know, right? I know. You do whatever you want. Pretty much. Two beer, John, turns into How eight beer, John. Eight? Did you have eight beer? At, at least. Oh, my gosh. And you at stayed up past 10 o'clock? 3.30 one night. No way. Yes, I did. So there was cocaine involved. No. No, no. No, <laughs> no, no. You just said there were no rules. No rules All for right. everybody else. <laughs> My rules were no cocaine. You're scratching your chest. No I anything can, besides I beers. have successfully given John Bustecker hives. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, though. I'm glad. Here on Bungalore and the Bus, we're talking about all <laughs> the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. If you miss an episode, go check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms. Yeah, we and, talk about uh, College Park sometimes in Winter do. Park. Winter Park. Soto. Today we're in South Eola slash Thornton Park. I consider this Thornton Park. You know what? You will consider Thornton Park until the moment you put Thornton Park online and you <laughs> get hate email about it. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just trash them. South Eolians are not fans of Thornton Park. Ooh. Mm-hmm. They throw stones at each other. Verbal That's how ones. we feel about Mills 50. <laughs> Over in College Park. Because it's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but we are actually at SoCo tonight, which stands for Southern Comfort, right? Or no? I, That's know. What I thought it's you good know what? for. Where you can ask We're Chef Greg Ritchie when he comes on later yes. what SoCo stands He's for. He's going to tell us all about it. We just had some amazing appetizers. We had this beef tartare on toast with like tartare sauce. Yeah, we had shaved Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I just burped. We had uh, uh, fried cauliflower. That was fantastic. It, it was, was good. He was. He said it was like KFC fried cauliflower. Yes. Right? Or like, yes. That was and fantastic. It was vegetarian or vegan. I think it was vegan. That was vegan. Everything else was not. Not. I'm really excited to see what we get next. When I, I don't come, even know what the first thing we had was. 
What was it? What was Oysters. Oys, fried fried oysters. oysters. I didn't have yeah. that. And I'm right. having a Manhattan right now that is uh, quite strong. They call it a Manhattan-ish because there's Aperol in it. It's and Aperol good. makes me think of a pill that my babysitter used to take. <laughs> 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 That's all I have to say. So, uh, Brendan, I was gone for a few days. I may have missed what was happening in Orlando. I feel like I should say some headlines that you missed last week. No, I, I listened to the show. You Everybody did? else did. I, 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 I'm good. All right. We, the soccer match was fantastic. I was there. You gave me your seats, I think. Oh, yeah. They were good. And I was in the air-conditioned Well, VIP they were the last row uh, <laughs> in the stadium. It, they were? But it was good. Were Every you in the nosebleed seat. Were you in the nosebleed section? It was section? fine. It was fine. We got free tickets, John, when we did the uh, Orlando City Soccer pub crawl. And so they the tickets came with it. Oh. And then Scotty did that. And we had a great time. We drank. And then Ford gave us... Suddenly, two tickets. So you got the good seats. John, air conditioning. They had like a meat carving station. I like to be with the people. I did, The real know, people. I told Scotty. Yeah, the, the fans. Whole, while I was there under the AC duct, <laughs> watching it through wasn't that hot that a day. plate of glass window. No, but I was like thinking the whole time that I was very comfortable. Thinking, I think I'd be having As more you fun. eat a turkey leg and <laughs> drink a pint of beer yeah, well, from a boot. And an Asian lady rubbed my feet. <laughs> <laughs> She wasn't working. She was just there <laughs> rubbing with me. <laughs> you wanted to be with us common folk. I did. Yeah, I went to I the Solar it. Bears game that night, too. I did. I know. You did a back-to-back. Back. Orlando Sports Day. I think there needs to be a weekend. Wouldn't that be fun, like a, a sport crawl? Yeah. And you just, there must be, like, weekends it, where there's one of everything. It's not very often where they all overlap. Plus, the Magic will never play when the Solar Bears play because they use the same uh, stadium. That's true. So you got to figure that out. So that'll never happen? At least I don't think so. Unless the Solar Bears played at 11 and the Magic played at 7. They do morning games sometimes, so who knows? Let's keep our eye open for that and see if we can make that happen. Okay. Uh, this week, I want to think... I want to start with a big story. Big, you don't want to start with a big story? I do, but I don't know what it would be. Well, I pick guess one, and we'll talk about the rest of them. Uh, three Orlando breweries won gold medals Ooh. in a statewide beer competition. The That's good. Best Florida Beer Professional Championship. Wow. Like, when you get put all those words in the name, you know it's good. That sounds good. Which ones do you think are the award-winning runner-up beer breweries? Which, if I had to guess uh-huh. locally? Three. So I think one of my favorites is uh, 1010. Did now, not, did Red not win. Cypress? Nope. No? Nope. They did not. Uh, Orlando Brewing? Nope. Ivanhoe Brewing? Yes. All right, we got one. They won for their Tupac Shapporter. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for like, I can't remember the categories, so I'm just going to tell you one. That's fine. But Ivanhoe Brewing won. Tactical Brewing, another new kid on the street. That's new. That's like super new, right? In Baldwin Park. I haven't been there yet. Super cool that they won. And they're actually linked to uh, uh, like the people who do the silky runs. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? No. They're like Marines, and they do runs and silkies for like suicide prevention awareness. Really? So they do that a lot. They're actually pretty cool. So I Wounded Warrior Project, they raise money for Wounded Warrior Project. So I'm excited to see them doing well. And then Broken Strings. Wow. Also won. That's great. Yeah, especially after that like news of them breaking off from Black Cauldron. Yeah. Uh, and then they're the ones that are going to be maintaining the, the space in Paramore. And we haven't heard what Black Cauldron's doing yet. No, they haven't said yet. But, like, who knows? Hopefully something. And I hope it's local. But, like, we'll there's see. a lot of outlying places that don't have anywhere to drink. What's it? Okay, like, we have anywhere? You don't even go there. Wherever. A popka? Is. Does a popka have a brewery? I don't think so. Yeah. What's the 
That's a good question. Like the farthest kind of out. Mount Dora might have a brewery. They must. They should. Sanford's killing it. Yeah, Sanford has it. I think they actually had a couple breweries does. that also won medals. Kissimmee uh, does. Kissimmee. Uh, there's some out there. We'll have to, a good place to check if you want it, because it's a little overwhelming. You can go to keep up with that brewery scene. Uh, Central Florida Ale Trail is a great place yeah. to watch. And then the Central Florida Brewers Guild, I think that's the name. You can see this all on bungalore.com. They're also a great place to cool. keep up with the beer news. I mean, this didn't happen 10 years ago. Like, when, when I first moved here, we didn't have none no. of this. Yeah, Orlando Brewing. We did have Orlando Brewing. You're right. But, like, this whole scene of breweries, nothing. So, it's good to see this happening. Uh, actually, speaking of breweries, Ivanhoe Brewing. I, we had two other things from Ivanhoe Brewing in the news this week. They're hiring. We have a cool job alert for them because they're hiring brand a brand ambassador. How cool is that? I'll take it. They didn't even pay for it. I just thought it was a neat sounding job. You literally drink beer and then like go talk about it. I can do that. I do that all the time. <laughs> There's a lot of like inventory and you know crud with it. I could try that. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do it, John? It depends what need, it pays. You need one more job. Yeah, probably. <laughs> depends what the pay is. <laughs> he wouldn't tell me. He said it's commensurate with experience. I have zero. I have been drinking for a lot of years. Does that count? No, no, it doesn't. I have at least eighteen years drinking. Is it, yeah, yeah. I think that counts for your liver still functioning. I don't drink a lot. Eh, just a little, you know, <laughs> takes the edge off. I don't do cruise drinking every cruise day. <laughs> uh, I don't, I think I would die. I, I, think a, I think a few people did die on the boat. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Were there people that you saw like the first night and then you didn't oh, see yeah. them again? Like, well, no, I'd see them, but they looked progressively worse every day. First okay. day, it's yeah. Third day, it's like, yeah. I think I want to do a cruise, but it's just like the Winter Park boat tour. <laughs> That's like it's just a bungalow. boat tour. But it'd be like a bungalow or booze cruise. That'd be fun. Could just, you drink on that boat? Yeah. You, you can. can rent them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drink on it just like on the normal tour. Well, if you sneak uh, booze on it, it's not drinking I mean, on sneak it. sneak nothing. We I, mean, I guess it technically is. We had a bottle of champagne and a box of orange juice. We were just mixing right there. The guy didn't say nothing. How long How long is that tour? Like an hour? Like an hour, hour and a half. I, I would like to do it like extended. You could do like a shot. It's like every time you see a million dollar house, take a shot. <laughs> take a shot. You'd be wasted <laughs> after the end of it. It'd be fun to do like a flotilla too. Like you get a whole bunch and then you meet up in Lake Virginia and just like link up. Yeah. And you could just hang out. That sounds good. Florida uh, Park folks would not like that though. Why? Uh, I think they do that all the time. A, they're a little, they don't like new things I think on their lakes. Well, too bad. Could you imagine a bunch of people dressed up like unicorns and floaties? Well, I didn't say park. I didn't say anything about unicorns and floaties, but now I that just, you bring I it up, I know what you would bring. Excellent I've seen idea. you at every event you've ever <laughs> gone to. I did just get a giant inflatable unicorn costume, and <laughs> I'm itching to use it. I didn't even know that, but I assumed. <laughs> but you assumed, and you know what that makes you correct. <laughs> uh, the other story we had about Ivanhoe Brewing was they have a beautiful new mural on the back. Oh. Oh, they've been working on that for a while, right? Thomas Thorsbecken, yeah. How do you see it? Because isn't it like train track? Like next it to the faces train the train tracks, but you can see it from Orange Avenue and from Lake Formosa. So you can see it. Uh, I am the reason it happened because Glenn was looking for a muralist, and I said, I got one for you. It's going to be this dude. Little did I know that he would take a month to do it. Ah, he, he's he's he, used to working on little things. He hand-painted that. Oh, yeah. Every window. It's a cityscape of beautiful Orlando. And the last thing he painted, John, like everything's black and white except for the blue sky and green trees. And then he painted the Rainbow Amphitheater 
on Lake Eola. That was nice. the last thing he painted. I thought that was really cute. Cool. Scotty gagged when he saw the rainbow. Could not handle it. But it's the that's the <laughs> color of the theater. Yeah, right? that's what I said. And he was no, he couldn't handle it. Scotty thinks there's too many rainbows. Well, I mean that's a that's an argument you can have, but but that's the color of the amphitheater. I think downtown. that kind of sums up our relationship. Is Scotty's the guy saying there's too many rainbows, and I'm the guy that's like, but if he on. But, oh, but, all right. Scotty's not here to defend himself, but will I will He'll say, <laughs> I mean, if he'd have painted it any other color, somebody would have been like, that's not right. Yeah. Like, it's a rainbow. Like, that guy hates gays. Exactly. That's what he'd say. Why? Where's the rainbow? Yeah. So this you mural needs have to rainbow. Do that. I think it was smart. Looks great. Good job. Uh, Mr. Rogers tour is back. Ron's nice. College. I uh, I hosted a Mr. Rogers special. You did for PBS, yeah, for right? PBS last year. Yeah. Did and it I think they award? were doing the tour then, and they obviously stopped doing it for a while, but now they're redoing it. They brought it back for his birthday, which I guess is March 20th. Sure. Uh, he, he graduated from Rollins in 55. Yes. Music major. Music major. Apparently loved it. Was there all the time. Yeah. Well, he came back eventually. I, so he, he graduated. I think he went away for a bit, but then they would come here, him and his wife. He's still summers. alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would come back and just like hang out in Winter Park. Scotty would see him. Scotty, really? Yeah. He, went to, he worked at Rollins for a bit and he'd like see Mr. Rogers walking around. Nice. And Scotty's probably the biggest Mr. Rogers fangirl you, you've ever seen. Really? And he would like hide in the bushes because he couldn't go up and say hi. So where where does the tour take you? Uh, it takes you. It's mostly it's all on campus. So there's like a sweater and shoes. There's a painted mural. That's right. Uh, his collection of journals in the library, and one other thing, and I can't remember what it is because I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> But there's, do you get like a printout and you just do the walking to yourself? You can. We have a, a PDF of it up on the website. Just type in Mr. Rogers. Not MR, but you spell out Mr. Like a gentleman. Yes. And, it's uh, not a guided tour, though. No, self-guided. Self-guided. Yeah. So, and it's only during certain hours of the day when Cornell's open. Cornell. Oh, okay. The, the Fine Art Museum. Yeah. Because they'll close things. They don't like private collections, so they'll lock you off. All right. Well, that's cool. Plus, they got this yeah, new mur- that mural as well. Yeah, by uh, Jonas Never, who, yes, I'm going to say sexy man. Uh, I think handsome. you guys talked about him last week, yes. though. All right. Yes. I, won't, I won't harp on it this week. Well, but it looks good. I heard he's doing another mural in Mills 50 that nobody knows about. Ooh. And I just heard it today. Not confirmed, but I'm hearing he's going to be doing Harvey Milk. Oh, okay. the center. Seems like he would put that in the milk district. <laughs> there is a Harvey Milk electric box in the Milk District. Really? Mm-hmm. Closer to like pom poms. I've never seen that movie. Have you, Brendan? Uh, yeah, a few times. Oh, okay. Because it has like what's his name? Uh, who? Uh, he's in everything. He's Sean, like the hardest working uh, guy in in. Oh. In We're gonna the have movies. to come back. We're gonna come back to it. What's his name? He was in uh, Pineapple Express. And, uh, Seth Rogen? No, no, no. <laughs> What's our producer? James Franco. Thanks, producer. James uh, Franco. I, I have nothing against it. I just need to see it. <laughs> just want to clarify that. I like follow James Franco anywhere. And James Franco in that movie with his little curly hair, and he like pees in the dude's pool. It's so funny. <laughs> I love I love everything about that movie. I'll watch it with you. Uh, Winter Park's having a public meeting on the twenty eighth. Yes. Keep going, Brendan. Yeah. Sounds like an awesome story. Yeah. <laughs> About the Orange Avenue District. 
which is what they're calling that stretch between seventeen ninety two and uh, I mean, I just made fun of that, but I want I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> <laughs> I have always wondered why that stretch is it's getting better. Yeah, it used to be kind of dumpy. Uh huh. When I say dumpy, just like not really a lot of stuff to do. It was always yeah. just like, you know, uh, lawyers or um, <laughs> you know, kitchen and bath places, and you know. But now they're really starting to get some traction there with without you know, any help from the city. Really, I know. Oh, I'm sure, and that's and what I think this is about. I hope they do because it could be an extension of like. Places to walk, places to park. And that's what's happening, right? So they have Foxtail. Yes. Uh, Buttermilk Bakery. Yes. Real Fish. Yes. Uh, uh, create Your Nature. They have a really cool outdoor thing. What's uh, the heavy? The Winter Park Fish Company's right Winter there. Winter Park Fish. You, you, you know, say fart. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Winter Fart. <laughs> I'm an adult. You should make a Winter Fart. <laughs> <laughs> They love that. I'm sure. I'm already on their list because every time they write, they write me, and I do a story on their stuff. I always use a GIF. Yeah. And they always send me an email like, "Please don't use GIFs. Please, if you need a photo, just ask, (laughs) and we'll send it to you." And I'm always like, (laughs) "GIF it is." (laughs) What about so? So wait, what are they doing at this meeting? Just well, they just want to get the resident feedback and business feedback about uh, what they think Orange, the Orange Avenue district should be. And I say, mind your own business. Because <laughs> it's clearly like they're seeing these businesses come in, things that they're not comfortable with, too, right? Like there's what? new uses. Like the heavy. They, the city of Winter Park does not know what to do with the heavy. They're treating it like a retail space. And, they're li- and because they're treating it like retail, they limit how many people can go in that building. What? Like, I think it's 40 and under, 50 and under That's people weird. at a time can go in that space. 49? 49. Thanks, producer. Who's <laughs> counting that? They will send people like there a fire? and shut Is it like them a fire down. Marshal? Fire marshal. They will shut down events if there's more than 49 so people. So meanwhile, at East End Market, they can have 100 people. City of Orlando. 300 people. I know. Yeah, yeah. And they like it happening. And But the City of Winter Park isn't comfortable with uses like that. It's mixed uses all in one space. And to their credit, it's because it's not... It doesn't have a sprinkler system, you know. Like if you're gonna do a oh. kitchen, a pop-up <laughs> okay. kitchen without an open with an open flame, you need a sprinkler system. Okay, right? Or so they. So is there is there another side to that where they need to follow some rules as well? Yeah, and then so they're walking this line now with the city, trying to figure out the best way to be moving okay. forward with these events. Uh, but the city of Winter Park works slow. All right. So we'll see what happens. What about that? piece of land so it's it's on orange it looks like an old school but i don't think it's an old school it's is it right the bank what is it it's an old bank it's a property big building though it looks like a pizza pie slice of land is that what you're talking it's about? like where all the roads come together that five point intersection yes yeah what, so that's a bank i cannot remember it was and i can't remember what it's called how, how but there's a it? specific word for it because the city's trying to figure out how to treat that land uh and whether or not they should be promoting like a mixed use development. I just there. don't know how it's not developed into something. You have it's expensive. It's got to be expensive land, but yeah. it's also well trafficked. Somebody told us the other night. I believe they said three and a bit million dollars for that land. Okay. Uh, it's but Winter I say, that's right like the-, the entrance to Winter Park over that way. If you're coming from Orlando, and so right. like. I'm sure it gets tons of traffic. So that's part of this meeting is to see, hey, should we be promoting this corridor as a mixed-use development opportunity? Which means, like, 
Mills Park, right? So it's ground floor retail. Oh, because there's no apartments over there, really. It's all, there's houses back. When you go back beyond, it's all apartment buildings, like by Mead Gardens on yes. one side, and then it's like single use family. Okay. Uh, that, to be honest, that whole area is ripe for high rise apartments. Uh, yeah. I mean, right? but there's a park right there. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't think Winter Park's going to allow high-rise apartments. I've actually, ta- I've actually uh, talked to the council people there. Yeah. And they have a... They, I don't think you they can build anything over four density. stories there. Correct. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I don't know. I just don't see that holding out, especially in that, that corner of Winter Park, which is almost Orlando. Those homes are, are not... Uh, just not as expensive as well, you would expect. The other the real issue you're going to have right there is—is uh, is it two lane? It's, it's two lanes there, isn't it? It's not one lane. So two you, lane. Okay. So, um, I don't know. I mean, traffic already there is kind of crummy, so it's only probably going to get worse. But I like to see that there's stuff there because, like I was saying, I feel like when I first moved here nine years ago. There was like one thing over there. Now there's like a bunch of stuff. And so it's nice to see new things. And it's only going to get better, right? Because it's yeah. too expensive to open something on Park Avenue. You already have some really cool uses and buildings and things happening on that stretch of Orange Avenue. That's where people want to be. I agree. Otherwise, if you're going down 1792, you're seeing those buildings and those restaurants flip so quickly because it's too expensive to be in those new newly flipped retail stores. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cinco. Uh, what's Plus you the could walk. I mean, you can you could walk along there. There could be like a walking district there. Like the road's not that fast. It's not that bad. You can no. already walk down. I know, bad. but there's just not enough stuff to want to walk into. I, I don't. Think. We're gonna have to go to break and come back after the after the break, so we can yell at each other. Yell at each other. I'm so passionate about things. Scotty's here too. Yeah. Hey, Scotty. <laughs> Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. Excelsior pays tribute to the man who had a superhero-sized imagination, Stan Lee. Enjoy trivia, crafts, and other activities. Excelsior is at the Southwest Branch on Saturday, March 16th. Celebrate the Hindu Spring Festival of Holly at our Winter Garden Branch on Saturday, March 16th. Learn how the Festival of Colors is celebrated around the world. ArtReach Orlando will visit our Southwest Branch on Wednesday, March 20th in their hands-on program called Art Bards. You can explore poetry through visual art. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or call 407 407- 835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I am the dumpling with your chicken, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. You're just looking at chicken and dumplings I, over yeah. there. <laughs> it looks so good. Chef Greg Ritchie here at SoCo just brought us like the most amazing spread. That's right. We're hanging out at SoCo here in Thornton Park. Southern uh, Cuisine. Is that what SoCo stands for, Greg? Chef Greg, can you tell us what SoCo means? Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, happy to have you all here. Uh, SoCo doesn't so much mean something as it is inspired. The, the name is inspired by what we serve, which is Southern Contemporary Cuisine. Ah, Southern Contemporary. I said Southern Comfort. This is why we have the chef on to correct me. Which is fine. He brings this much food, he can say whatever he wants. I don't care. 
Well, my idea was to get you guys so full and with so much food actually in your mouths, I could like run away with the show and say whatever came to mind. Challenge accepted. <laughs> so, so tell me about the restaurant. I mean, I mean, we talked about southern, southern. Contemporary. contemporary. What does that mean exactly? Right. So that means it's kind of like my take on uh, traditional Southern food elevated and brought into a more modern era. So it's not necessarily all big and heavy, but it's also uh, it can also be dishes that aren't normally Southern, but that we turn into a Southern dish. All right. But anyway, it's just basically not your tired southern but rather the favorites of the old brought to fresh of the new right now we're looking at some fried green tomatoes which were delicious i'm looking at fried uh okra, okra. not everything's fried no <laughs> the biscuits like i would come here just for the biscuits and it's happened uh <laughs> we, we talked about earlier we just had the fried cauliflower but that was done in a different way like what makes your cauliflower a little bit different chef so those are one of our light bites uh and there we call it the other kfc which is the other Korean fried cauliflower in this case. We do have a, a very well-known Korean fried chicken on our menu, a little bit sweet and spicy sauce, but the cauliflower, it's a vegan dish. It's a nice little starter, especially on a night like tonight, which is Thursday, and a lot of our appetizers we'll talk about later. On Thursday night, it's all-night happy hour, so we're really? selling a lot of those today. Oh, nice. So, wait, I got a question for you. Is this your first restaurant that you've ever opened, or did you work at other ones? Well, I've been doing this an awful long time. Uh, I've been in town here as an executive chef for uh, since 2000. So 18 years I've been in, in, in kitchens here in Orlando running them. Uh, this restaurant, Soko, has been open four and a half years. And uh, this is my baby. is my concept that yes. I created. And, you know, this one is the one that I have the most skin in the game. The other ones I've been working for the man, so to speak. So now, <laughs> now I broke out on my own. Were you at the restaurant that was here before? Uh, Negative. That was no. not me. Oh, that, that was, was a different, different restaurant altogether. But you did City City Fish a long time ago. Yeah. Well, what happened was uh, when 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 I came to do uh, Soco, it, the real estate was attached in a deal to where the City Fish location was, and so we took City Fish, knowing that Soco would open. And then the idea to have City Fish is we were going to turn it into Bowery. Bowery did open. Sadly, it only lasted about a year and three quarters. Didn't make it to two years. Great concept, I feel like, but just not the right spot for it. What were some of the other restaurants that you worked at when you first got here? I came to uh, uh, Orlando in 2000 and opened up Roy's Restaurant. Uh, so came straight from Hawaii to open up Roy's, and where I worked at the original Roy's with, with Roy back in the day. Uh, so then we opened that up. Uh, my, my contract ran out. I actually thought I was going to open up SoCo right then, uh, leaving Roy's. But then my, my real estate deals had, uh, had fallen through, and it didn't quite work where we were going to put it. So then I ended up going to work for Emerald and I ran his restaurant, ah. Chop Chop, uh, for about five years. So I was at Emerald for about five years. And Did then, you just say bam back in the kitchen all the time? You know, I don't want to step on <laughs> toes. I don't want to step on toes. So I, 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 I got my own thing. I'm ah. like, yeah. So boom. So, yeah, but, <laughs> boom. More of my stuff. <laughs> then, uh, you know, the real estate, this location came up here uh, for, for SoCo and I had to jump on it. And that's what nice. directed me this nice. way. Nice. So one thing that we're looking at here is a TV dinner. This is on your menu every week? Well, no. What it was on our menu every week on Thursdays is TV dinners. So every Thursday, there's a new TV dinner of some fashion. Every day of the week, we have a different kind of a unique special to the day. Like, for instance, Tuesday, Taco Tuesdays. We do Southern-style tacos. Wait, what does that mean? What is a Southern taco? Oh, they're so good. We make these uh, tortillas out of, like, biscuits. They're basically biscuit tortillas. 
southern fried chicken with avocado tomato salsa and Tabasco creme fresh. Wow. Wednesdays. Well, Wednesdays is a good one. It's uh, it's wings Wednesdays. It's a, it's a wing specials, fried wings or or grilled or whatever. They change every week. Different wings, any style we can come up with. Uh, check my Instagram. You might find one. <laughs> uh, uh, Thursdays, like we said, is TV dinner. Friday night is burger and bourbon, where we get you get a beautiful like a like a bourbon cocktail. However, you're looking for it, along with the burger at a great price. Uh, Saturdays, shrimp and grits. Saturday, so something's always happening. Mondays, half bottles of wine. Uh, and you've been winning awards, man, since you opened four and a half years ago. Can, can you name some of them off? We no, best I'm new restaurant. Too, no, I mean, yeah, I'll no. do it for you. I'll <laughs> do it for you. you. You sit there and look pretty. You got best new restaurant from Orlando Magazine, best brunch from Orlando Sentinel and Orlando Magazine, best Southern Orlando Magazine, best chef, and uh, best restaurant. You know, uh, most of those were were by the reader's choice, and we're super gratified that people uh, have enjoyed what we're doing, and and they appreciate what you know what's going on here, and that that does mean a lot. It's 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 a real nice thing to have a pat on your back like that. But as you can look around, you know, there's a lot of happy people in the dining room right now, and really, that's what makes us feel most special is when people walk out of here and they just got to come to the kitchen and stop leaving, and they got to come in and say, "Guys, thanks so much. That was fantastic." That's as much as we could ever ask for. So you have St. Patrick's Day coming up. Oh, what, what do you got happening here? At let me Soco? tell you. We, we're getting so excited for St. Patrick's Day here, and I'm, and you could. If, too bad y'all don't have cameras on me right now. Because <laughs> well, I will describe it. It is a. Uh, <laughs> do, do, it's two cats. And so this is a shirt that he's wearing. It's two cats. One is a unicorn. One is a leprechaun. 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 I'm yeah. sorry. And the leprechaun is riding the lepre unicorn cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll put a photo up on uh, Instagram or Facebook or somewhere. I, I, okay, and if you want me to just go ahead and like make myself look silly, I made this my profile picture on Facebook. Nice, so can, <laughs> it's a public picture you can so see. So you it. have, but you have something going on here. Uh, yeah, yeah, St. Patrick's we do. Uh, every Saturday and Sunday, we rock out for brunch. We do that Saturday and Sunday. It's off the hook, especially Sundays, and this Sunday in particular, we're pushing it to the next level, another notch, as as my main man might have said. And it's a St. Patrick's Day brunch, uh, and, and Jameson's is heavily involved. We're making some awesome stuff. We got these shamrock sparklers, and we got uh, <laughs> Irish breakfast shots, and we got, you know, we're going to be doing green eggs and ham. I mean, we, we got so many drink specials and fun stuff, and we got, you know, doodads and giveaways and a party. That's what it is. And you, you do monthly special dinners, too, anyway, like with or without St. Patrick's Day. Indeed. Right. So didn't you just have like a bagpiper here or something? Yeah, well, that was one of the, the nightly uh, dinner time. This one, well, we just talked about is brunch. But the, uh, once a month, we like to do a, a beer dinner or a wine dinner or a, uh, you know, a cocktail dinner. We did a Burns dinner, which is a scotch dinner. We had a bagpiper. It was a big time awesome stuff. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Chef Greg Ritchie. We had a great time and uh, still eating here. And we're, so we'll keep, continue with the show, but Chef, where can they find you? Where can people find you? Say your website and your socials. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we are downtown Orlando by Lake Eola in Thornton Park, uh, 629 East Central uh, Boulevard. Where Summerlin uh, meets Central. Right at the corner of those two. We are uh, www.socothorntonpark.com. You can follow us on Facebook. You can catch our Instagram. Or come in by in person, even better yet. <laughs> Thanks for having us, Chef. You've been one of our longest uh, supporters with bungalower.com we've been running stuff for you since i think we started yep so we're so happy to be here and shout out for your amazing food if anybody hasn't been here now is the time tell them we sent you thanks so much we love you guys thanks for coming out take care thanks for having us chef
right. I'm 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 not full yet. No, I'm gonna I'm eat all this. I'm still going. I'm eating all this while we're talking. Yeah, I'm gonna. You keep talking. Isn't that Chef Me? I'll keep eating. <laughs> I got a big you old. You just finish the rest of the me. show, all right? Like you normally do, and I'll just eat this TV dinner, fried green tomatoes, the chicken and dumpling. Everything's been great. Today. I come here if I'm gonna go to like Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. We'll have some drinks in the bar. And I'll and you get a little discount for going Ooh, there. Oh, I didn't know that. And you, uh, I get a little strong drink, <laughs> and uh, maybe two or three. I always do have a little biscuits. bit of a hard time finding somewhere to eat before I go to a show there. Yeah, I like it here. Like, you can walk. You know, I like. I mean, there's some. Oh, oh, there's some restaurants over there, but I've been to a lot of them, so it's nice that. I, I don't I sometimes forget this is as close as it is. So. It, it's like a ten minute walk to Doctor Phillips. From totally, here, totally. And it's along Lake Eola. The night, you know, everything's lit up. It's beautiful. Totally. If you don't want to walk, you can take a line bike or something. Juice. Got to support local. Or I'll just call you and give me a ride. I'll give you a ride. I'll <laughs> give you a ride, John. So, uh, Brendan, we uh, we talked about a bunch of things earlier. What we else we got going on? Uh, the city launched a new website. Really? If you're into that kind of thing. Orlando.gov. And it has all of the city services. But it's just Orlando.gov. It's not City of Orlando.gov. Orlando.gov. Was it was it before City of Orlando.gov? I think it was City of Orlando.net. Before. Oh, that's right. And now it's Orlando.gov because they're hip. And it has all of the uh, like tree services. All your frequently asked for services served up really quick and easy for you. I don't live in the city, so it don't matter. <laughs> and I don't ever. I live in I, the county, and I got a rental, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but if you need it, go check it out. Uh, the new Colonial Town Luckies is opening in May. I drove by it the other day. They were waiting. They didn't think it would take so long to open, but they opened like four at the no, same wait, time. No, wait. I drove by the orange one, the one on South Orange. That one's not open yet, right? No. There is yes, one on South, South Orange. South Orange is open. Right? I was just there. We, we just dropped our zines off. Uh, March zines are going to be there in the cafe. So the Colonial one's opening where H.H. Col- H. Greg used to be? Uh, Sports Authority. Sports Authority. Yes, All right. across from Faster Square Mall. Okay. Go check that out. Another so, grocery that's opening is Earth Fair. Fair. I like Earth Fair. And you ever I've been to an Earth never Fair? Never been. Never. I know it's kind organic. Mean, North Carolina, Georgia. They used to have one in Alabama where I used All to right. live. Chef's still here, and he said he hasn't been there either. I saw it in his eyes. Yeah, I mean, Careless. at this point, they're all kind of the same, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Fresh Market, uh, Earth Fair, Lucky's, Whole Foods. I think Lucky's a little different. They and are. And if you want to try it for yourself, we have an Instagram contest right now where you can win a $20 gift certificate. I can Lucky's. get kind of the same stuff at all of them. I'm not saying I don't like them. I'm just saying they're all the same. There's name. a taco bar. At the Luckies and so right. No, no. Like I said, I like them. I'm just saying they're. I don't walk in and be like, oh, my God, I can only get this at Luckies. No. I can get it kind of almost anywhere now. There's a new barbecue supply shop that's opening up in Ivanhoe I Village. I saw this. I actually know the, the wife of the person who who who's opening it's this. It's her Gentry? Is that uh, the? Yeah, her name's Amy. Okay, Amy and Gentry. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a barbecue supply shop. Yeah. With, I hear barbecue turkey will be I available. I think, like, high-end barbecue stuff. I and mean, then people like that are like super into it. Yeah, right next to Hammered Lamb and the former it's Tommy a, Bahama. It's a cool space. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I think if you're really into like barbecue stuff, John, this is so hard for me to be talking in front of all this food. I know. I wanted to take a break, but Can we we'll take, wait. let's take a break. We'll eat. We'll you want to take a break? Let's take a break and eat and come. All back. right, let's do I, it. I can't even break. Focus. Break. Ah, oh, food was so good. Mmm, delicious. I'm so full. I am full, too. I'm full of uh, pee and vinegar. (laughs) 
<laughs> Happy to be here. In That's so why long. we were gone for so long. I gotta say, we just deleted something awful. I said, and I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so glad we. I'm so glad we restarted. John, you got any headlines? What's happening? I don't have anything. I don't. I don't even pay attention. Hardly. Okay. Well, I got a couple things. So we're having an Instagram contest right now. If you want to win some bucks for Lucky Lucky's Market, you how much s- can I win? Can I win? Yeah, anybody can win. I can't win. No, we don't hire you. Oh wait, yeah, I want to. I want to address something from last week. Actually, what? now that Scotty's here, what? You guys did talk about me in terms of you getting third place again <laughs> in the Waves Award. <laughs> wave Award or Waves? Is it plural? Uh, Just one wave. You know what? In this case. Who cares? All right. So basically, <laughs> Scotty and I are on the same team that uh, you can't win your own award. Isn't that? I do think it's funny. It's it's You just can't do it. I'm not. I also don't think you should win o- your own award if you had a contest on your site. I, I wouldn't. I know. Because I'm classy. Congratulations on third <laughs> place, though. I don't want to win the Always other places. Always I have a collection. This is my fifth third place best website award from Watermark. I love it. Yes. I think it's so funny. And I also think it's funnier because Watermark is usually second. I thought they were one. They won this time, ah. uh, which is weird. <laughs> and then in second place, it's their biggest, one of their biggest advertisers, the Orlando Immunology Center, OIC. So it's like a health website. For best website? For best website. Oh, that's crazy. All not, right. We don't have to talk about it no more. I just want to say Scotty was correct. You, you can't win your own awards. But like, if that's what people are voting for, John, like, who are you to say? You just can't. They're right. already on your site. That that's not fair. They also <laughs> win best journalists. Their own their yeah, own stuff. Yeah, that's just. Uh, but Billy Maines used to win for best news writer for I Atlanta know, Weekly. I didn't think that was right either. Oh. I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he's not good or yeah. he wasn't good. I'm just saying you just you can't. Heard gotta, here first, John Bussecker. Use yourself out of those things. I think it's the right thing to do. I do too. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, but I'm again. I'm thankful for my fifth oh, no, you should be. third place certificate, and they're all framed sitting behind my desk, and I think it's so funny every day when I sit there and look at it like, good job, Brendan. It's five more than I've got. Well, <laughs> you've won. Not a not a wave award. Oh, well. What? Then, what? You're excluding gays, me from the award? From the gays or the gay awards. <laughs> Uh, what do I have to do to win a, in the bucket? What do I have to do to win a wave award? <laughs> <laughs> what don't you have to do? I just think it's so like it's watermark, right? So it's a it's a niche paper. No, I know. And and the people who are voting, it's a niche. So it's like for this small group of Orlandoans, it's what they think is their favorite. Uh, All right. And I'm thankful for anything I can get. So yeah. Uh, the city's donating six spaces to victims of the Pulse shootings. Yes. And, uh, this is at the cemetery. At the cemetery, Greenwood Cemetery. They're getting six spaces, and they were priced at $1,500 a spot, but three grand a spot for people who are from outside of town. Sweet. Uh, so wait, explain this to me. If you are not an Orlando resident, uh, you have to pay more to be buried. No, here. no, no. Explain to me, like, are people going to be buried there, or there are four victims currently buried in the cemetery? Yes, they are securing more spots. They're going to keep them for the next five years in case families decide to move here. Oh, and I guess that's a, something that's up in the air because of uh, Puerto Ricans who okay. are leaving. There are a lot of the victims who were buried in Puerto Rico. Yes, and I guess it's a thing when they move to take the. Burial buried relatives with them. Really, is what I was told by someone at Greenwood Cemetery who's no longer there, 
who sometimes you take what they say with a grain of salt. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm more comfortable saying it on air than I am writing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. And it's really just to establish, like, a zone for reflection is what they're saying for, for people who don't feel comfortable going to where the nightclub was. Okay. If they can't go to there, but they can still go to another spot. Uh, and it's the they buried them by the road so you could see them the idea that's what they say so like you could see them as you drive down what is that crystal lake oh i don't even know the road that goes right by the north side i mean i've driven down crystal lake but i couldn't tell you where they are in the cemetery i don't know all right that's all i have to say about it got a few more uh stories brendan yeah i got a couple more how are we doing on time we're good good uh, recycling is now required at new multifamily and commercial projects in town. All right. I think that's about time. Yes. And it's awesome because I know people have been asking. I know when I lived in an apartment at one time, not so much here in Orlando, but more so when I lived in Alabama, it was a big apartment complex. We didn't recycle or we recycled, but we couldn't do it at our place. We had to like take it to a whole nother so facility. they have those. There are drop-off zones in Orlando where if you, your apartment complex doesn't have a designated recycling receptacle, there are drop-off spots where you can bring it. Yeah, but I don't think it's really taken advantage of. A lot of, of. people aren't as dedicated no. as uh, and if our not, family. And because they're not dedicated, uh, they're not going to do it unless they have to, right? And so that's why... Having those receptacles and making people who are in these new commercial spaces and in these new residential places do it, uh, I hope it makes a difference. And I'm sure a lot of them would use it if it's a little more convenient. I would think, although I guess 20% of the city is taking part in the residential recycling program. 20%. 20%. Is that it? Yeah, that's why I just got that from the city from uh, Karen Barber in the public information office. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to see that go up, but I don't know how. I thought you Who had to use do the it. recycling bin. I thought it was not an elective thing. We don't. I guess you don't have to use it. Yeah, you can't force people to use it. I hear that you, you can't in Canada. Instead, and, and what's your what's your wife saying? <laughs> off 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 microphone. You're an expert. People tend to not like when the government forces residents to do things. <laughs> Just gonna say in it. America. <laughs> In so you, Canada, we said, make you them. You can incentivize it, but you can't force people to do yeah. it. In Canada, you can just tell them you have to do it. Well, and you say that, but now they're going to force all the new commercial and multifamily places to recycle. Correction. Sorry. I work at Solid Waste. This is great. It's actually, uh, you have to provide a space and opportunity for recycling. There's no requirement that you have to recycle. As you're in there to actually you put the to, things in the right receptacle. You okay. To, you have to build the space. To house a dumpster or carts for recycling. I'll take it. Thanks, expert. I love that. I yeah. like that we have experts on hand. We do. <laughs> I'm here all the time, but my wife's here sometimes. Uh, Sideward Brewing is now open. You missed that. We talked about it last week, but yeah. it's super awesome, and everybody needs to go check them out. I will. I love them. Some things that we're working on, John, uh, Lyft is partnering with a local charity for St. Patrick's Day. So a dollar of every lift ride this weekend is going towards this nonprofit. You'll find out who it is when I write about it tomorrow. You don't know who it is? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the idea of it. That's oh, yeah, cool, right? totally. And I feel like it has something to do with drunk driving. 
Uh, like the mothers charity, against drunk driving. It's, it's similar, but it's not. Oh, okay. and it's it's uh, somebody, a, a young woman, died in an accident, and this charity, this foundation, was founded as in result. And so, I, like, how cool is that that Lyft would donate yeah. a dollar per ride to that? It's great, right? So, uh, if you're going out there, take a lift and uh, save a life. The city is suing. Uh, um, an opioid manufacturer really to recoup on costs associated with having to deal with drug overdoses interesting mm-hmm. which i think sets an interesting precedent which i talk about in my central florida 100 column because ah. like if you can sue someone sue a pharmaceutical company for that cost you could probably sue a gun manufacturer well, that, that's happening right now i think in connecticut i want to say i could be wrong on that but that came out today where they're suing one of the gun manufacturers, I think for the Newtown shooting, saying that they built up this gun as like basically a, a weapon of destruction. Right. And they marketed it that way. Now, it's going through the courts on whether or not they can actually sue them for that, but it's kind of a similar thing. Uh, I don't know the name of the company that did the opioid, but uh, they're, I, I'm sure what they're saying is they knew that this drug was addictive and they did nothing to... They did it's, very, I have very the, little to stop it. I have the case file, and so we'll be posting the whole like argument behind it, so it's you can see it. The and whole read it thing yourself. that happened with the cigarette industry—that they knew that they were bad and addictive—and then when all the states sued them, they won and they got a huge settlement. So I wonder if they're going to try to do something similar with opioids. Uh, I'm trying to get a dollar amount out of the city, but they won't tell me the dollar yeah. amount has been named. I didn't know that. That's how I don't. I, I, I would talk assume about law. eventually. I mean, I could be wrong that they would team up with a lot of Florida cities. And, and that would be like it's. It lends itself to a class action suit. Totally. I didn't see mentions of that anywhere, so we'll see. Uh, West just did a great roundup. Orlando drivers are among the most aggressive in the nation. Really? Did they yeah. get it from Wallet Hub or did they? Gas Buddy. Oh. Whatever right. that is. <laughs> but they're saying we're the seventh most aggressive. I think they just pick different cities and say, we're going to say this this well, week. Well, you get data. You know, you get the data from like. What? Traffic accidents? Aggressive and- breakers and people who get cited for, you know, bob- bobbing and weaving out of traffic. Anyway. Interesting. And then Orlando Weekly just a great piece about uh, how the perf- the at Average adjunct professor at a university gets paid $17,000 a year. Wow. Big money. Right? And those are people <laughs> with, like, master's oh, I degrees know. That's and terrible. doctorates. That's crazy. Well, can you imagine? How are you supposed to pay off your student loans if you're getting paid $17,000 a year? Oh, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. Crazy. We got we to gotta wrap it up with events. Do I, do I Very time for quick. events? Oh, it's a sprint. As always. I don't have many. Functionally, letter, functionally literate. <laughs> you just failed that one. <laughs> Akbar Shazad and Sarah Pinster is at Orlando Shakespeare. It's free. It's a literary event. Super cool. Golden Gals at Parliament House, 730. All gay cast, drag queens doing the Golden Girls. And I hear it's amazing. Yeah? Yeah, fantastic. Monday, Elton John's back in town at the Amway Arena. Oh, we'll, is Scotty going? We'll see if his ear hurts. And if he takes the stage, Scotty will be going. I think this is like his... 20th Elton John concert. <laughs> and then uh, on Thursday, City Arts Factory is reopening finally in their new home in the cool. 14 Rogers building. 6 to 9 p.m. It's free. That's it. That it? That's all I got. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Chef Greg Ritchie, for having us here at SoCo. Chef Boy RD. Everything was so, so good. SoCo good. Yeah, SoCo you know good. Yes. What was your favorite thing? 
Uh, I'm gonna have to say the tartar. It was really good. Yeah, that With was the very quail's good. Quail's egg. That was very I good. I felt like the Queen of England. I know. <laughs> no, everything was great. No, thanks for having us, Chef. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Holla. Hello.